Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're live on Fantasy Sports today as we recap the game last night between the Eagles and Packers. Also, a look ahead to the weekend in both college and pro football. And, of course, in hour number one, Brad Ziegler's in the house. Fantasy Sports Today starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you in the house, flying kind of solo, but of course have a couple of uh, co-hosts by my side for the first two hours of the show. Sean Glostamaki is producing this program. And as always, we are here on the FNTSY Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 844-843-6879 is the number that you can call. You could say hello to Brad, say hello to me or anyone else. Jamie Eisenberg will be on with us in the second hour of the show, but we start off this hour the former big league pitcher and one of the top rankers over at Fantasy Pros this past week. All of a sudden, he's going from a rookie to a pro in only a couple of weeks. Brad Ziegler is with us. Brad, good afternoon. And, uh, hey, some uh, some good accolades there for you. And I'm going to have to find how I get a subscription to your rankings next year. <laughs> well, thank you. I, um, you know, it was... I had a rough couple of first weeks. Apparently, I didn't, you know, honestly hadn't even seen the rankings and and how it had come out, but um, was pretty excited to see that I was number three last week. So hopefully, I can and keep that train rolling. Yeah, it was like uh, I guess this didn't go as well as your rookie season did in Major League Baseball, right? You came out of the box as hot as any pitcher in history, so not not yeah, quite, not quite, not quite yeah, the this, same. It, this takes a little more of adjustment. Yeah, a, a harder deal to rank fantasy than it is to pitch in the big leagues. Did you ever think that that would be the case? Uh, no, probably not. But, but, uh, I think it's fair to say that I'm going against a bunch of, of, of quality rankers and, and they're probably better than most of the big league hitters were that year. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, uh, who would have ever thought that, that he'd have a harder time with fantasy than reality, but that's kind of where we're at. Uh, coming up, we'll have the opening drive in just a few minutes, but I, I think at the very least we should start off Brad with the game last night and, uh, look, the Sunday night games have been pretty good. But, you know, historically, those Thursday night games have not been great. But it was a really good setup, I thought, last night for a game between the Packers and the Eagles. The Eagles kind of had their backs against the wall. We knew that. That was the narrative that was being played. But the reality of the situation, Brad, is that when you have defenses that are struggling to contain certain aspects of the game, you get this kind of matchup. And so the Eagles' pass defense was poor. So that led into what Green Bay ended up doing last night. And then surprisingly, the Packers, who had played very good defense through the first three games, kind of showed a little uh, struggles against the running game of Denver last week. And then, man, the floodgates opened up last night between Howard and Miles Sanders, and we ended up getting 50-plus points in the game. So it made it exciting. It, it did. And and what what stood out to me the most was the Eagles just dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides. I know Aaron Rodgers threw for 422 yards 
but they couldn't run the ball at all. I mean, he was their leading rusher, too, with 46 yards. But Aaron Jones, 13 carries, 21 yards. I mean, obviously, uh, Jamal Williams got the had the injury. Uh, you know, hopefully he's okay. Uh, looked like a, probably a concussion or, or something along those lines. But the, then the Eagles turned around and, and ran for 176 yards on the Packers and and just just completely dominated up front. You know, and that to me was the difference in the game. They just wore that Packers defense down. Yeah, and, and I think that, Brad, we definitely saw some signs that the Packers don't look as good or aren't maybe as good as we thought they were. And now we'll await the results and see what happens with Devontae Adams. Uh, we'll find out a little bit later, I'm sure. But that has to be really concerning, Brad, because we're already going to be down T.Y. Hilton, it looks like, this week for the Colts. If uh, if Adams is out for any period of time, that's yet another first-round or early second-round draft pick that could be out. Yeah, that's that's going to be a tough one. I've got him in a couple different spots. I mean, all, all we heard all winter or all summer, I guess all offseason was – Aaron Rodgers wanting to feed, you know, feed Adams the ball, get him more targets. And then, you know, the first three weeks were pretty disappointing. I know he went over 100 in week two, but he wasn't getting the target volume we expected. And then last night, 15 targets, 10 catches, 180 yards, you know, had several targets in the red zone that he, he, you know, wasn't able to come down with. But he was just dominating that game. The Eagles had no answer for him. And and then all of a sudden, you know, they they tackle him. He, He comes up. Um, grabbing his foot and and now you know he was doing his post game interview with a shoe off because he said it was just going to hurt too much to put it on and wow. that makes you think like this is this is going to be a you know a, a four to six week injury probably at a minimum. Yeah, we've seen guys with turf toe uh, on the two to three week side. That's usually what it is. But again, we'll have to wait and see the results of that, and so that could obviously bump up the value of Valdez Scanling or Geronimo Allison. But then again, Matt LaFleur would have to commit to throwing the ball, which he really didn't do in the first few weeks of the season. So we'll see what ends up happening as it pertains to the uh, Green Bay Packers. Now, in terms of injuries, Brad, let's just give a quick update today. Uh, It looks like there's some good news today, which I like to start off the show with good news. Uh, Chris Godwin is back at practice for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Mark Andrews is back practicing for the Baltimore Ravens. So those are two key pieces, Brad, that we thought that we may miss this week, but it looks like they're a go for this week. Yeah, that, and and fortunately, that's kind of what the expectation was with them. But you know, you know, you also are kind of like you don't really know how they're feeling, and it's weird when guys don't practice on Thursday. And and this might just be the new NFL where when they're trying to manage a guy, they just wait till Friday to roll him out there. You know, kind of like they they did in the preseason. Like a lot of guys just didn't play or they didn't play very much. They're just you know they're just going to trust the guys to to know their stuff and and that the connection is going to be there. And and it is surprising with second and third year guys that that they just have that much confidence in them to, to hold them out. I, and I feel like that's the case with Mark Andrews. They just, they did this the last two weeks also. And, and, you know, he, he's been out there and, and playing a good majority of the snaps every week. Yep. Delivered two weeks ago, not as much last week. And certainly the tight end position is very fluid. So we will have some updates, maybe some potential starter sit options a little bit later on the show, but coming up next is time for the opening drive. As Brad and I will go through some hot topics, not just in football, but in baseball as well. Some interesting storylines, which we will dive into here on the show. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today here on FNTSY, and we will take a quick time out here on the show. We come back, hit on all of the hot topics in fantasy and reality. Fantasy Sports Today continues with Brad Ziegler and Craig Mish right after this quick timeout. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 
world number one. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Rain dance. Make it rain. When was the last time you watched a game where multiple players were backboarded and carted off the field? It's usually always just one, but there were two uh, that kind of stopped in the middle there. Maddox goes out really late in that last drive. Jamal Williams goes out. When it's like that and you see the players on the field rushing for help or kneeling and praying, it's unnerving to people. Football may have a long-term problem on its end. Weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Fantasy Sports Today presents First play from scrimmage The opening drive The first play of the game Cut the opening play And all the way for a touchdown Alright, it's time for the opening drive Here on Fantasy Sports Today Craig Mish along with Brad Ziegler On this hour of the show And good to be hanging out with you Here on a Friday Don't forget, full-time fantasy coming your way at 2 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you follow Brad on Twitter, at Brad Ziegler. Ask him any fantasy questions you may have. He's really good about responding to those specifically. All right, let's get some responses for you, Brad, on some of the hot topics going on in fantasy and in reality this week. We'll mix in some baseball and some football as well. The first story, which I think put fantasy owners on their ear a little bit because they're trying to have the right reaction to this, and I'm wondering what yours is, and maybe you have him in a league or not. I don't know. Uh, Melvin Gordon reports to the Chargers 
I found this one really interesting, and I'll talk more about this with Jamie Eisenberg coming up, Brad. I, I don't know why Gordon reported so early when he still had time to sit out before he came back, unless there's something I'm missing here, like something behind the scenes that I don't know about. I mean, you've played in a game where you know a lot of stuff happens behind the scenes, but uh, what did you make of this story, and what happens now to the value of Eckler? You know, I, I to start with, I think some of it is probably Melvin Gordon just misses football, and it's, he's probably super anxious every Sunday. He hates watching games on TV. He'd rather be out there. So you, you have that going for you, a guy with a, a big competitive drive. But also, he's seen Austin Eckler have success, and if you don't sit there and, and you know, don't get your, your reps in, then it is going to look like, okay, well, it honestly doesn't matter who we throw in there in this position. In, in this offense, they're going to be successful. It's, you know, it's kind of like the Chiefs. Like, it doesn't really matter what running back is in there. It could be Daryl Williams. It could be Damian Williams. It could be Kareem Hunt. Like, all these guys who are not, in my opinion, not super special athletes, um, you know, relative to football, and they're all successful. Well, that's what you're finding with the, the Chargers, you know, running back situation. And I think he's, he's a little nervous about, you know, potentially his his uh, value going down in free agency if he doesn't get in there and show that he's better than Eckler is. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't agree with all of that. Uh, I think I think that we're going to find out something is going on behind the scenes, like they promised to trade him or uh, I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't smell right for a guy that just decided to hold out that, you know, no disrespect, Brad, that he just loves football and that's why he's back. I, I think there's got to be something more to this. But then again, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I always think that there's another side to this, but certainly we will see. But by the way, definitely suit up Eckler and Jackson this week against the Miami Dolphins. No doubt about that. All right. Yeah. Uh, which rookie quarterback shines the most this week, Brad? We got some choices here. And uh, Kyle Allen, even though he's in his second year, he is in the mix for sure. Daniel Jones is in the mix for sure. I don't know how you felt about watching Mason Rudolph, who I wasn't all that impressed with. And then, of course, I know eventually we're going to get to Haskins. We got Kyler Murray. It's a rare year, Brad, in the NFL. We have so many. Yeah, oh, Gardner yeah, Minshew, Minshew too. <laughs> Minshew, too. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. the Min, the Minshew guy. Yeah, so yeah, uh, so it's it's this is a lot of fun to watch because I love seeing young guys step in and, and just be successful right away. Uh, but there is no question to me who I like the best this week, and that's Daniel Jones. And, and a lot of that has to do with the matchup against Washington. Um, I don't neither one of these defenses are good and so there there is potential here for a lot of points just because no one can stop the other side and um, you know we saw Daniel Jones last week against a Buccaneers defense that had been pretty good in the first couple weeks of the season and he just shredded them and it was it wasn't just through the air it was on the ground and and you know he lost Saquon Barkley fairly early in that game and it didn't matter like their offense was still able to move the ball up and down the field they're gonna get golden tape back next week like this is a guy i'm pretty bullish on the rest of the season if nothing else just because right now teams don't have a lot of film on him but he is such a different player than eli manning with his ability to to even just scramble for yardage not that he's a running quarterback but eli that was not a part of eli's game at all like he might get a, a rushing yard a game on a quarterback sneak and that's it and Jones showed last week, like, he, if you're going to give him the middle of the field, he'll take off running with it and, and be successful doing it. But he also showed some, some you know, he had a few questionable decisions throwing the ball, but he also made some really good passes. And, he you know, he I think he valued Evan Ingram really well. The, the Redskins cannot stop a tight end. Like, Ingram might have 200 yards this week. Like, it's it's very possible he just blows up, and, and it's it'd be hard, you know, not to rank him as the number one tight end this week. Yeah, I, I agree with you for sure. It's it's fun though. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of this is new for us in in fantasy. It was always the quarterbacks used to sit out six seven weeks. It's kind of like baseball, Brad. In a way, 
where guys like Juan Soto and Ronald Acuna 10 years ago would have to spend time in the minor leagues. Now they come up and they hit, and they're great. And, and Jordan Alvarez on the Astros is just like amazing how, how ready uh, players are. And, and players are more prepared because of the way that they are prepared at the lower levels, high school, college, etc. All right, so uh, speaking of that, let's let's go over to baseball here for a minute. Brad, the sport that, that you used to play, I'm, I'm assuming that going into the baseball season, if I told you that the Cubs didn't make it, and the Phillies didn't make it, you'd be surprised. But uh, which is more surprising of the two? Uh, Cubs being out or Phillies being out for you? Uh, t- to me, it's the Phillies. And the Cubs basically went into the season with their team. I know they added Kimbrel, uh, you know, right after the draft or whatever and, and you know, tried to shore up their bullpen a little bit. But he, he struggled a little bit down the stretch. They were in a tough, tough division. The Brewers, the Cardinals are both really good teams. It wouldn't surprise anybody, or at least it wouldn't surprise me if you said, like, look, the Cubs had a, had a decent season. They finished just outside the wild card. I could, uh, I could have seen that. The, the Phillies, I did not understand. They went, I mean, they added JT Realmuto, Gene Segura, Andrew McCutcheon, Bryce Harper, Jay Bruce. They went and just completely changed the culture of that team. And, and to, to be below 500 now, I realize there's a, there's a chance they could finish over 500, but to be below 500 right now just tells me they did not do enough with the pitching. I know they got David Robertson to, to try to shore up their pin, but they did nothing with their starting pitching. And, and it showed because they, you know, Aaron Nola wasn't as good as everybody thought he was going to be. And, and everybody else in that rotation followed suit. I know Arietta's hurt now, but it, it's just shocking to me how they brought in the names and the talent that they did. And that team wasn't a 500 team in that division where they're, you know, that they should have been better than the Mets. Um, they, they, you know, they struggled at times even with the Marlins. And, and that's a team that, I mean, you feel like when they come into town, you should sweep them. And if you don't, you you got to feel like you're taking more losses than what what the, you know, the record actually shows. Yeah, I think that I would agree with you. Um, I did not pick the Cubs to make the postseason. I did pick the Phillies. And I would say this only in the Phillies' defense if it's possible. Uh, Arietta missed two months. Robertson didn't pitch at all. Dominguez didn't pitch at all. Hunter didn't pitch at all. McCutcheon didn't play at all. Um, but you're right. They should have been 500. You know, that, that's, that's a lame excuse for 500. I mean, come on, like with all those guys. But, Brad, they are in a position now. You would have to say that they're going to add some more, right? Like they're not, they're not going to go backwards yeah, I mean, at this point. They have to, right? Right. And their their owner is not shy about spending money. So um, he, he feels like he's – I think this is it. one of those years where, like, we, he, look, we, we need these guys. We need to do something with these guys while we have them. So we're going to go and get some starting pitching and, and, you know, shore up the offense a little bit and figure out, you know, what, what holes this team has. And outside of that, you – I mean, I, I say this a lot with, with you know, in, in football too – when you have an issue with a team that deals with a lot of injuries, you have to look at the medical staff a little bit and say, look, what are you yeah. guys doing to prepare these guys for the season? And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's been tough to watch for sure because I expected them to be better. Yeah, on the pitching side, no doubt. All right, final one. Ronald Guzman, a friend of mine, friend of my shows on the Texas Rangers, Brad, drops a pop-up in foul territory so Mike Miner can get his 200th strikeout. Uh, Red Sox are all upset about that, but uh, the Rangers are saying that the Red Sox were trying to avoid striking out for the 200th time by swinging at the first pitch. Kind of a wacky scenario. Where are you at on all this? Yeah, I I completely agree with the Rangers' side because for the for the Red Sox to have a three pitch inning um, while they're batting when a, when their starting pitcher enters the inning over a hundred pitches, it just it, it it essentially just tells you they went up there just saying we're going to swing at the first pitch. They didn't even hit any balls hard. Like it, it, it was just like we're just going to put the ball in play and make sure he doesn't get that strikeout. Because I think they honestly probably thought he wasn't coming back out for the ninth. 
and and the you know the Rangers are like screw you guys if that's if that's how you're gonna be then we're gonna go you know go and try to do everything we can to get this guy his 200 strikeout you know he had a, a, a clause in his contract to get a bonus for it I'm sure Guzman's gonna end up with a Rolex out of this and <laughs> and I think everybody's gonna be happy in Texas and they honestly don't really care what Boston thinks yeah that is that is so true I didn't even think about that you're right some of the dough is gonna go over to uh, Ronald Guzman one of the nicest kids by the way around uh, hopefully he can get his career going in the right direction next season. Well, there you go. Info from Brad Ziegler. You'd never get anywhere else. Uh, Very interesting comments there. All right, coming up next, it's time to dive back into some fantasy football discussion. The running backs in Seattle. Also, we are kind of three weeks into the season. We'll find out if Brad has changed his opinions for right or for better or for worse on anybody that he has in his fantasy football leagues. We'll be right back with more after this. Don't go away. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow, the number 100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Brad Ziegler, Craig Mish with you here on the show. And we got you till 2 o'clock Eastern. And then we're going to turn it over to full-time fantasy. You can become the eighth person to win a million dollars. FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. All you got to do is subscribe to DailyRoto.com. Use the DFS lineup optimizer. Countless number of people are winning thousands of dollars each week by using DailyRoto.com. Plenty of money with your name on it right now. Friday night slate, college, NFL, of course. Coming up this weekend, DailyRoto.com's DFS lineup optimizer is going to help you pad your bank account if you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. You could sign up now. The NFL annual pass is available. Faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Here's a promo code to get 10% off. Action, A-C-T-I-O-N, 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, some hot topics in fantasy. Let's get right to them here. Uh, The Seattle running back situation is certainly interesting. I was very high on Chris Carson going into the season. Uh, He hasn't lived up to that and I think the fumbles are are troubling here and and the this kind of comparison that I'm making maybe it's not a fair one Brad I don't know about you uh but this was this is like my new Alex Collins situation from a year ago where I'm petrified that after one more poor start that they're going to pull this kid from starting after the great year that he had last year uh matchup does does say very good this week though and I think that if he could pull out of this week with like 85 yards and a touchdown I'll feel better about it uh should owners like me with Carson be nervous right now um, only to me, only if he fumbles again, that to me is going to be the only thing that, that could potentially flip this backfield around. Uh, not that Rashad Penny's not going to have a role and not that he's not going to have a splash play here and there, but he's coming off a, a bum hamstring. I know he's practicing today. He doesn't fumble again. And, and it's, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Jameis Winston situation last year where it's like, they want to run him out there, but if he keeps throwing interceptions at some point, you got to give your backup a chance. And, um, that's, that's, you know, I think that's the way we are with Carson. If he doesn't fumble in the next couple of weeks, I think he's going to be fine. I do too. And, and I really hope so because I'm done. Like if, if that guy is not a starter, <laughs> I am done. I am in big, big trouble in a lot of fantasy leagues. That's for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, this is where we get transparent here on the show. And obviously, obviously I've made no bones about it. I'm a, I'm a Carson guy going into the season, but I think it's always interesting to take a look back as we go. And I don't think it's fair after week one. I don't think it's fair after week two. I do think you can start looking at things after week three. Uh, I think fantasy hosts in general and fantasy analysts in general underrate the first three weeks of the season. I'll explain why. And Brad, this is like being in May in Major League Baseball at this point. In fantasy, it is. I mean, we are, three games in is almost 20% of the fantasy season. And you can't tell me that starting 0-3 is good or 3-0 and is, doesn't mean that you're good. I mean, a lot of things can start off really well for you and can put a, a fingerprint on the season. So who are you so far you think that you were the high, uh, highest in thus far that everybody else was like the lowest on that has hit for you? And, and conversely, you could obviously give me somebody, a player or two that you were really high, uh, high on that everyone was low on 
and maybe they were right. So it's, or maybe you feel like none of that has been established yet. But I'll, I'll throw out the question to you. Yeah, no, I mean, so obviously, the, I'll, I'll go the negative first. Obviously, I was high on Damian Williams, um, and I still am. I, I still think whenever he comes back, he is going to be the lead back in this backfield because he is the only running back in this backfield Well, they will run legitimate pass routes with him in addition to giving him the ball out of the backfield. And, you know, LaShawn McCoy might get a screen pass or a dump off here and there, but Damian Williams will run wheel routes and and take a one-on-one with a linebacker and beat him 40 yards downfield. And I think I still think there is a chance if he's back in the next couple of weeks that he gets double-digit touchdowns from that point to the end of the season if he's healthy. Um, that being said, yeah, obviously that's, that's a shame point, that you could just out. can't. Yeah, it's a shame you can't just take your loss on that one. But listen, if you want to double down <laughs> and keep digging, then go right ahead. But uh, look, I mean, I mean, look, if if what you're saying is true, and he gives you double-digit touchdowns, then in the end you'll be right. But you are asking for a lot right now to happen to be right on that. That's that's sure. it, it would. That's the way it would appear to me, at least. All right, so let, let's let's go back and make me look good here. So <laughs> I, my first answer is going to surprise you a little bit because everybody in the world had Pat Mahomes as the number one quarterback. I The reason I'm going to go here is because everybody was saying, yes, he's the number one quarterback, but no, he's not worth the fourth-round pick. The only way he's – I even heard J.J. Zacharyson um, try to – try to analyze the statistics of it and say the only way that he's worth that draft slot is if he duplicates last year, which is extremely unlikely. And I, you know, all the reports out of Kansas city this year were that he has actually improved. He is better quarterback now than he was last year. And that lended itself to this, this trajectory now where he may throw for 6,000 yards and 60 touchdowns. And no, that wouldn't surprise anybody. If you said that happened right now at this point, and I think he is is well outperforming his fourth round ADP. I have and and when I say I'm high on him, I did 52 best ball drafts this year, and I have Mahomes in 41 of those teams. And wow. every single time I took him in the fourth round. Wow. That's so big. I was I was taking him in the fourth if he was there, and it's you know at this point it's paying off. Um, the the other one that I, I think everybody was much lower on than me, um, and I I like just for reference, he was the 14th or 15th tight end off the board. I had him as my number eight tight end going into the season. It's Mark Andrews. That's true. And and That's obviously true. to this point, he has been um, you know fantastic. He struggled a little bit last week. He had three two two or three catches for like 15 yards against Kansas City, but he had seven targets and he was open multiple times. And Lamar Jackson just missed him. And I think that his numbers could have been better. He was also, you know, he's got a little bit of a bum foot. I do think he rebounds this week. Um, they're, you know, they're in a, a very favorable matchup, what, uh, at least what the way I feel against Cleveland at home. Um, I think there's a chance that Andrews goes back to the, what he was week one and two. And, and he's, I think he's a legitimate top five tight end in the league going forward. Yeah, Andrews is a really good call by you. Um I didn't know the Mahomes thing, but I did know about Andrews because you had talked about him on this show before the season started. And so, look, uh, even with me playing fantasy football as longer, longer than you and me putting myself in a category that feels like I'm a very good fantasy football analyst, I, I think that maybe the difference between me and perhaps some others is I am willing to listen to new ideas and, and new thoughts. And you sold me on this guy being good. I have him in two fantasy leagues. Now, I'm not going to pat you on the back, and I'm not going to pat myself on the back yet because he, in particular, is one of those guys that I'm a little bit nervous now because he's coming off a week where he didn't play a lot, and now he's hurt still maybe again going into this week. But but clearly, if he's just able to give five catches, 50 yards the rest of the season, that is tremendous value from where you drafted him in fantasy. No doubt about that. All right, you and I are in – oh, actually, were – but you and I were in two leagues together, 
Now, from an embarrassment point of view, this is the worst thing that any analyst could ever say. My gosh, I don't know what happened to me last week. I didn't submit a lineup in, uh, in, in our Dynasty League that we're playing in. Now, it is loser's talk for me to say this, but I do honestly feel this way, Brad, that my Fantasy League is the only site where you have to submit. I do feel like it should have just gone retroactive to the week before. They don't allow you to do that. That's loser's talk. That's making an excuse. But I do feel that way about it. It is my responsibility. I should have set a lineup, and that is embarrassing. And it could end up costing me the entire season, and this league is not cheap. Uh, On the flip side, this is your guillotine league that you started, and you're out of the league. So it's like I think that mine is probably more embarrassing than yours, but there is equal there is some equal embarrassment going into our fantasy leagues this week. No question. And and granted, everybody that's in this league, I think it was their first guillotine league. But I had you know, and and granted, everybody I I'm not going to deny that everybody deals with injuries. But I lost Big Ben, Tyreek Hill, and Saquon Barkley all before week three, and those were you know three of the guys I was kind of counting on to do some damage to or do some damage with, but I, you know, I went into the, I've got Kenny Galladay on my team. I had Robert Woods on my team. I had OJ Howard, like for me to lose when I have those guys on my team, I just feel like it was just one of those rotten weeks where, you know, between the injuries and guys underperforming, uh, just worked out where I was at the bottom. And I, I knew, I knew after the draft, I was honestly just thrilled to win week one because I felt like I came out of there with potentially the worst team. Um, And, and I learned a lot and, you know, I would definitely approach the draft differently next year. Um, but that being said, I, I uh, you know, it is frustrating to be out after week three, but I can at least like focus on my other teams now, whereas, you know, you have too many going on to even submit a lineup. So it's it's it's, it's know, sad. It's, it's not even an excuse. There's so much money that I have invested in your league that it's embarrassing. Like I, that should have never happened. But I will say this. There's two things that I don't like about our dynasty league. And and I would say that this is, would be my I, I can't make people change the submission of a lineup because it's a it's just basically a league factor there that I think you have to do it. I'm not going to make an excuse for that. But I will say this, Brad. I hate the idea of making uh, pickups on Tuesday. I don't like it at all. Uh, every league that I'm in, it's either Wednesday or Thursday. And I understand the games are Thursday night, but I just don't think that that's, we're be- that's a Wednesday. That's a Wednesday waiver, though. Uh, the, the, that, uh, that, the contract league is a Wednesday waiver. It is. I thought it was so Tuesday. It's. it's no, it's just Wednesdays and Saturdays. It only runs two night, two okay. two days in that league. So well, just, guillotine was is Tuesday. Well, I, I want to make all leagues Wednesday. I, I Wednesday night. I I can't stand leagues where it's Tuesday night. I don't have enough data. I don't know. I don't know enough going into that to make the proper decision. And it cost me um, Antonio Brown obviously this year. Uh, but again, it's losers talk to make excuses. I'm not going to do that. Uh, real quick, we got a minute to go. Uh, give me your pick to win the World Series in ba- in baseball this year. Uh, One- I mean, I don't know how anyone in a with a rational mind is not picking Houston right <laughs> of now. Course, they're yeah. they're I mean, they have the two best pitchers in all of baseball, you know, vying for the Cy Young. But who wants to go against those those that team in a short series? They have a legit offense, a elite starting pitching. They've got a really good bullpen. Like there, there are literally zero holes on that team, and the only way, like it's the only way they get beat is if they just kind of fall into a funk somehow. But if they go out and just play the game that they're capable of, there is no no team in baseball with more talent, and there's no way they get beat. Yeah, L.A. is is really good too, but they're going to have to hit those guys. And L.A. doesn't have three horses, but they definitely have two and a half. That's for sure in terms of pitching. Should be a great series if it's L.A. Houston again. All right, Brad, yeah, have a great weekend. Watch. Thank you for coming on, All right. and uh, have a great weekend with you and your family. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. All right, Brad Ziegler with us. We'll take a quick time out. we got plenty more to come. Uh, we'll bring Sean, my producer, in the show. We'll uh, talk about nothing next. 
message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Full-time fantasy. I hate these people who come out after and go, oh, see, you should have done this. Like, I got a lot of that pushback when I said I only take one quarterback in leagues with 16 roster spots. It's easy to say you're wrong after Roethlisberger and Breeze get hurt. It's easy. You're looking at results. I don't like that. Make your opinion known and stand by it. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show. We got you till 2 o'clock Eastern. Full-time fantasy takes over at that point. It is Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto. And today at 4 o'clock Eastern and every day over on Sports Grid and Zumo TV, you can catch Sean Glostamachia at the betting window. And, uh, Sean, how have the shows been going this week? I only caught a few minutes of, of one show. Very good. Very good. Week. Oh, I was a little hot there. Sorry about that. Yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, it's no, just really hot, this microphone. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, you can imagine in my ear what it sounds like. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, no, you, know, you mean hot? You mean hot as in terms of warm? No, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, like, loud. It's loud, yeah, yeah in my yeah, ear. You're yeah, like, yeah. two minutes, two minutes! 
Is it that bad? Oh, I, I do not realize. It that. was bad. I'm sorry, but it's I'm okay. Sorry. Listen, we get through. It. Listen, we we work through. We work through it. We're a team. You know why I do we, that though? Uh, we're partner because Pleasant. Adam Ronis and Doctor Roto, who I also uh, uh, do the show for. Uh, they never hear my cues, so I make sure oh, I'm very loud okay. because they, they – yeah. Okay. Um, has has Dr. Roto ever told you about the the impressions I do of Dr. Roto? Has he ever told you about those? No, no? but I want to hear them now. <laughs> now I I, I'll do it next week for you. Yeah, I used to make a living off uh, off, off Dr. Roto He's fiery. Yeah. fiery guy. I like him. Um, so as far as the shows this week, uh, pretty good. Uh, I, I had Bob Stoops on. I don't know if you caught that, but Bob Stoops. Was wow! On the show. No, I, I saw a tweet on that. I saw a tweet on that. Wow! What did Bob Stoops have to say? Where's he, that? Why can't we play that interview? Do you have that audio? I have that audio. Yeah, yeah. It was a good interview. Yeah, let's play. Let's play that in the. Uh, let's let's play that in the second hour of the show. Sure, sure. Um, Today, I did yeah, ask him about Joe good. Mixon and the, the discipline that he handed down uh, way back when. Joe mm-hmm. Mixon was a freshman going to uh, Oklahoma, and he answered that, and he kind of surprising answer in in a way. He looking back, he does not regret it, and he actually thinks that he did the right thing. So interesting. Just yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I don't want to ruin the interview. If we're going to play a little bit of it here, okay, we can okay. do it at uh, <laughs> one one o'clock Eastern. But I want to ask you this: uh, did, I, did he say anything about coaching again? I think that's probably uh, what everybody's curious about. Yes, I, I did ask him that. Well, he's coaching for the XFL Dallas Renegades. I don't know if you're aware of that. That's coming. Oh, up. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so Why did he do that? He said because <laughs> I did ask him that. It's it's funny. Uh, he said because he had has time, and it seemed like a great opportunity, and so he jumped on it. But. Um, he sounded as if he's open to coming back to the college uh, ranks as a coach. Yeah, for many years, I, I thought that he was go- going to go to the University of Florida, which is where he was a defensive coordinator for for uh, for a few years there. But um, he did not. And uh, look, Lincoln Riley, he's done a really good job uh, since he's taken over Oklahoma as well. But I thought Stu, I feel, I still think Stoops is a really good coach. But I, I suppose it would ha- have to be the right situation for him. Um, yep, and the right you know, Michi- Michi- Michigan is probably going to make a change, I would guess, after the year. I don't know if that would be a spot. Wow. Already? Um, you, you're uh, getting oh, rid of Harbaugh? You know that. Already? Wow. If they lose to Ohio State, he's done. Uh, yes. Yes, I, I, I'd concur. Yeah. Come on. Come on. After yeah, they just got whacked the by Wisconsin. And you know the question's coming. All right, who are they going to hire to replace Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, they always like to go with a Michigan guy. So I don't know that there is one out there. Les Miles? And, I, and by the way. <laughs> Les Miles. Yeah? yeah? No, I don't want Les Miles. Why? I like Les Miles. Uh, no, like, no, no. Eats grass. Mm. I, don't, I don't trust Les But uh, <laughs> he eats grass. Tom Brady? You think maybe he retires and takes over Michigan? I don't know. Takes over head coach? No. There's I don't not see a lot that of options either. out there, Craig. No, Bo Schembechler. <laughs> Get him back. Yeah, that wouldn't work. I met Bo Schembechler many years ago. Went to his house. Actually, Intense guy. Interview with him. Yeah, why were you? Uh, he house? was very. He was very cool. He lived. I lived in uh, Sarasota, which is where Bavona is headed to around that area this weekend. And and uh, he passed away, Bo Schembechler, of course. But I did. Uh, one day, I think what happened was, if I'm not mistaken, like maybe one of the networks called like ESPN or something, and they needed to do an interview with him, and they they're not going to fly a whole camera crew in. So they're like, let's send the local guy over there. Oh, and I okay. just got to, yeah. And they're like, yeah, just go interview Bo Shebbucker. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. That also happened with Gordy Howe one time too. They're That's like, yeah, cool. he lives there. You got to go yeah. to Gordy. Yeah, rare things. You know, look, not not some markets in the country are not like New York, obviously, where you just can't find a crew to go, and then they have like this local podunk crew. But now with the invention of um, FaceTime and all these other things that you can see with video. It's just like they're like, ah, just pop the guy on his phone. That's usually the way 
that uh, to go about it. So, uh, okay, so we talk a lot of uh, NFL. Man, you're just jinxing these college picks, Sean. Can you can you give me like one? Like like solid one this week, man. Like please this like, week. No, I mean, last last week you said, "Oh, I really like Michigan against Wisconsin." I, I lost a lot of money like, on that game. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. What you twenty dollars? You didn't lose anything. Well, I mean, for me, I mean, it's all relative, right? Three three, um, three figures. <laughs> no. Was it a three figure loss? Sure. Yes. 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 Wow. Yes, oh yes. no, Sean. Uh, I'm gonna have to buy you dinner for that one. No, no, no. I've made up for it. I made up for it. Uh, last night. I killed on the oh good okay. uh, yeah, Eagles. I had Eagles uh, plus four, and then I had the um, over. 47. So. Oh, there you go. That's so, yes, a great, yeah, nice both of those. Yeah, I like. I had the over, as you probably heard yesterday on the show, but um, I wasn't really sure about the side. You know, Pisa P has been is bombing on these Thursday picks. We're going to have to remind <laughs> him of that next week. Man, he's not going to want to hear that. Uh, how about tonight? Uh, I know uh, there's four games on the slate. I, li- I, like I like Duke tonight. Yeah, I like Duke. I like Duke, too. Yeah. Definitely. I just yeah, don't like Virginia yeah. Tech. How about that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Virginia Tech is super overrated. Super overrated. I don't. I don't know about the rest of the games there. I'm not sure. Um, I did. We uh, Howard Bender and I. We have our live stream today. What time and, is that? I gotta uh, check that out. It's on tonight at nine. Okay. Nine Eastern. I'll check it out. And uh, you know, we go through our college and pro. Uh, I do like Virginia this week against Notre Dame. I do think that they. What's cover the spread that. up to? It's what twelve and a half. The Irish uh-huh, favorite. Yeah. yeah, it feels like a lot. I don't know. It feels like yeah, a lot of points. Virginia's Virginia's very one dimensional with their quarterback, but I still think that man, like, you know, I, I envision twenty four, you know, thirteen. You know, that's fine. I'll I'm, take I'm that going right Virginia now. with the points. Yeah, me too. I think Notre, um, Notre Dame's going to win, right? Are you taking Virginia on the money line? Oh uh, no! I would, I would. I would. I'm. 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 A, you know, I'm not really a money line guy unless it's like two or three. I had the I Irish on the like money line against Georgia, by the way. Also with the points. Wow, yeah, yeah, that wasn't bad. Points. Yeah. Well, I lost. Yeah, so. you did. Like, yeah, that's true. You did like Notre Dame last week. I forgot about that one. Uh, Oklahoma State is interesting against uh, Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State's played really well, but Oklahoma State is clearly the better school. Uh, but. Oklahoma State hasn't looked great in their first few weeks. Uh, that's a tough one to call for me. OSU is minus four. Uh, in terms of other matchups, Auburn, Mississippi State. Auburn is sorry. You know, Auburn, by the way, if if you're over at the sports book, Sean, yes. that may not be a bad idea to throw 50 on them to win the national championship. It may not be a bad really? idea. Really? Wow. You buy well, anything? Think, well, well, okay. well, think about this, okay? It, again, this is a strategy. It is not so much about the team. It's about strategy. Now, does Auburn need to look really good the rest of the year? Yes. Do they need LSU to lose? Yes. But here is the key, the big circle. They, If they're undefeated at the end of the season, unlike a UCF or unlike another team, Sean, Auburn plays Alabama. So right. if Auburn beats Alabama, they're in the picture. And you have to have – if you're picking a team to win the national championship right now, they better play against Clemson or they better play against Alabama. Because, there's, I mean, otherwise mm-hmm. that's that's what it looks like it, we're headed towards. So from a strategic point of view, that may not be a bad idea. And they look really good. So From that point of view, they play LSU as well. They're on the same side on the Well, there you SEC, go. So, so they got to yeah. – look, they're, they're probably not going to get there, but – if if I it, it's safe to say at this point, if Auburn, regardless of anything else you know the rest of the season, if Auburn beats Alabama, probably puts them in the Final Four, Absolutely. even with a loss. Yeah, so right. From so, that perspective, it makes a lot of sense. But I just they have a tough schedule. They really do. One of the toughest. But they're so, but they're like fifty to one still. That's good value. Yeah, I I, I just I can't see Bo Nix winning a 
national championship. But I don't think he's there yet. Yeah, well, listen, nobody thought Colt McCoy was there when he was with the. Uh, Texas either, and he ended well, up taking true. that. that's true. You know you, did, think, yeah. did he even know two years ago the name Tua Tagalova? You'd be like, who? A what? A what? Right, when he came yeah, in no that idea. game and he started throwing BBs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's a good point. Trevor Lawrence we knew about, so uh, a little different. Yeah, and then the NFL this weekend, uh, my pick will be the Browns. That's my big pick for the week. I like Cleveland. I like them a lot. That's the game that I like. Everyone, that's Again, I am the ugliest pick on the board guy. <laughs> I like the Chargers. And, <laughs> The char- oh, minus 16. <laughs> I just bring it uh, up because of Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins are terrible. Uh, the reason why I like the Browns is because I like to take teams that have their back against the wall, that are up against it, that are coming off a bad week, that everyone is writing off kind of like Philly this past week, coming in this week against Green Bay. Like I like those, those kind of teams, and I don't think that Baltimore is that good. I think Baltimore's a little bit overrated, and I think the line is too high. I think the Ravens will win. They'll win by two, by three, by one, but I think seven points is too high, so that's that's one of my my good picks for the week. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, these things are up in the air, but those are my contest picks. I don't want to give out the rest because you guys will have to tune into uh, the, uh, the, the live stream. And then, of course, I'm paying attention here the last few days of baseball as well. I think it's been fun. Did you see Felix Hernandez last night at his uh, his final? I did. Start I did. In and, Seattle. That was really me, excited. Got a little choked up. Actually, uh, it was kind of sad to see uh, the end of a uh, uh, you know era there in, in Seattle. Actually, yeah, I think uh, King Felix was. By the way, one of the very few, from a fantasy perspective, one of the very few fantasy aces that was taken in a late first round, second round scenario for a few years. We don't usually have those guys. And he was right up there for a number of years. I'll be honest. I didn't realize with him. Uh, and it, now I, I kind of understand why he's probably leaving or probably retiring. I did not realize what his numbers were this year. Yikes. Like, no, that it's was, been bad. Yeah, and he's still yeah, young, too. Six, relatively. yeah, right? Yeah. 32 or something? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's, like, it's almost like Cabrera. He's falling off. Yeah, I think. Yeah, completely. I, I think with King Felix, you, you in your heart of heart you hearts, you hope that he determines that this is it because you don't want to see him embarrassed because he can have that long-standing 13-year career, 12-year career with Seattle, and then you see him like Toronto, one year, five games. You know, like, <laughs> like it just it would ruin it for me. But I look, these guys, it's it's hard for us to ever put ourselves in the in the position of any kind of professional athlete because where else can you work for six months and make – and look, King Felix ain't going to sign a – minor league deal like he would sign a major league deal for like two million where else can you make at least two million million at least two million yeah he's coming back he's gonna play another year and he's probably not gonna be good and that's gonna be the (laughs) the end of the line for him but i look i understand it and i can't i i can't ever put myself in a position to understand how much money that these guys make to do and by the way to do what they do and i think it is uh, certainly worth it uh chris godwin a game time decision uh, he did practice today, but it does look good, so hopefully I'll be able to start him. I have him on one of my teams. Terry McLaurin didn't practice again. Oh, no. Um, man, I thought I was going to be able to suit up McLaurin this week. I like the way that this kid has looked. Are you a Dwayne Haskins guy, by the way? Did you want to see him start? I, I don't. I do, but I do not think that he will fare well this year. I, I, I don't think that he's being put in a in a situation where he can fare well. Um, okay. I, I see a lot. I see a lot of touchdowns, a lot of picks coming from him. 
But you at know, this like, point, uh, you're the Redskins. You're 0-3. Why not? You know what Case Keenum is. Give him a chance. Because maybe, but, uh, you know, actually, Joe illustrated a good point. If you put him in this week, he's got to face New England the following. So I don't know yeah, that you're you going to do that. Avoid that, yeah. Yeah, they have a bye week, and I think that'll probably be the the, the time that they end up doing that. But uh, I, I, I do – look, I liked him in college for sure. There was a chance that he would have been the number one overall pick going into the year. In fact, no one was talking about Kyler Murray, number one. Everyone was talking about Haskins. But he's in just a, a really, really bad situation there. No running game whatsoever. Offensive line is not good. Boy, if this kid McLaurin is out for any period of time, he has been a star for them. It's, it's just there's not a lot of positive in Washington. So what will his fantasy numbers be like? I don't think they'll be great. It would be the same thing as benching Flacco for Drew Locke. I don't think his numbers would be great either. Uh, I did not like Mason Rudolph that much, and I still don't think Mason Rudolph's going to be that great in Pittsburgh. We'll take a quick time out here on the show. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's see if we can cue up some of this Bob Stoops interview, if you have any of it. Let's uh, play that for everyone, Sean. We'll be right back after this. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The window. Tom Brady against the Buffalo Bills. 30 and 3. Yeah, that, that's correct. 30 and 3. Now, a lot of those Buffalo Bills teams 
weren't that competitive. However, 30-3 and three is just mind-boggling. Yet the Dolphins have squeaked out 11 victories against Tom Brady. He's dominated the Buffalo Bills. Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. It just doesn't smell right for a guy that just decided to hold out that, you know, no disrespect, Brad, that he just loves football and that's why he's back. I I think there's got to be something more to this. But then again, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I always think that there's another side to this, but certainly we will see. But by the way, definitely suit up Eckler and Jackson this week against the Miami Dolphins. No doubt about that. Which rookie quarterback shines the most this week, Brad? We got some choices here. And uh, Kyle Allen, even though he's in his second year, he is in the mix for sure. Daniel Jones in the mix for sure. I don't know how you felt about watching Mason Rudolph, who I wasn't all that impressed with. And then, of course, I know eventually we're going to get to Haskins. We got Kyler Murray. It's a rare year, Brad, in the NFL. Gardner, so many. Yeah, oh, yeah, Minshew, Minshew too. <laughs> Minshew, too. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. the, Min, the Minshew guy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's this is a lot of fun to watch because I love seeing young guys step in and and just be successful right away uh, but there is no question to me who I like the best this week and that's Daniel Jones and and a lot of that has to do with the matchup against Washington um, I don't neither one of these defenses are good and so there there is potential here for a lot of points just because no one can stop the other side and um, you know we saw Daniel Jones last week against a Buccaneers defense that had been pretty good in the first couple weeks of the season and he just shredded them and it was it wasn't just through the air it was on the ground and and you know he lost Saquon Barkley fairly early in that game and it didn't matter like their offense was still able to move the ball up and down the field they're going to get Golden Tate back next week like this is a guy I'm pretty bullish on the rest of the season if nothing else just because right now teams don't have a lot of film on him but he is such a different player than Eli Manning with his ability to to even just scramble for yardage not that he's a running quarterback but Eli that was not a part of Eli's game at all like he might get a a rushing yard a game on a quarterback sneak and that's it and Jones showed last week like if you're going to give him the middle of the field he'll take off running with it and and be successful doing it but he also showed some some you know he had a few questionable decisions throwing the ball but he also made some really good passes and he you know he I think he valued Evan Ingram Ingram really well. The the Redskins cannot stop a tight end. Like Ingram might have 200 yards this week. Like it's it's very possible he just blows up and and it's it'd be hard you know not to rank him as the number one tight end this week. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today. Hour number two. If you're listening live or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY Radio. Craig Mish, fantasy sports today. 